told how her avatar, a computer-generated version of herself, was pursued by three male characters who groped her and subjected her to a stream of sexual innuendo. Take away those diamonds, I don't need those rocks. A second-hand car and a new pair of socks. I want liberty without conditions. Hi, John. Hi, Ben. How you doing? All right. Are you sure? <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you falling over? I, 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 I was looking for something. And you failed to find it? I found it! What the hell is that, Ben? It's a whiteboard marker, John. Oh, a whiteboard marker. What's yeah. that for? She got a clapper? No, it was for... I need to write something on the fucking whiteboard. Before oh. I forgot. No, I haven't updated the clapper. Okay. Are you doing... It's not updated. No, it's not updated. There we go. Oh, look, he's turned it round. There, there it is. There's the clapper. Clapper? Yep. Good evening. One and all to Chasing Descent, episode 61. 61! From me, the man in the van in France, and from Ben, the man in the studio, in an undisclosed location in an island nation. Yeah, I'm just on the south coast of England, John. (laughs) (laughs) Am I wrong? (laughs) Well, you're, you're kind of right. You're kind of right. Um... Uh, Spencer says in the chat, what does the clapper go like? <laughs> Laugh. I nearly shit myself. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Why do you say God damn it? John. Yes. Before we commence tonight's proceedings. Yes, Ben. Let us pray. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to lead tonight's prayer, John. I wish to give thanks to the science. The science. It has guided us. It has informed us. It's kept us on the straight and narrow. I don't know what fucking world he's living in. (laughs) If you're going to go down that route, you've got to go full hog. I mean, I suppose so. I suppose so. Other than that, uh, other now we've got now we've got the pleasantries out of the way. Uh, how are you, John, this evening? You... I'm well, Ben. I'm well. I'm packing things up. Ah, uh, yes. For the big move. Yes. We were getting rid of some stuff to the charity shop today. Okay. Um, any furniture we can't sell, we'll give back to them. Any effect. All yep. we did was rent our furniture. <laughs> <laughs> yep, fair enough. But but you got you got nearly two years out of it, John. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, Francis just freaking weird. Wife went to pay the water bill. Yes. So she went in on Tuesday, and they said, "No, you can't pay the bill today. You can only pay it on Thursdays." Yeah, you, I remember you saying this. Right. So she went back on a Thursday, and she said, "Yeah, you can pay the bill today." Um, but you can only pay with a cheque. <laughs> you can't use cash, and you can't use a card. It's got to be a cheque. What? We don't have a chequebook. Do the fucking cheques even exist anymore, John? Well, France, France fucking love cheques. They love. They still have those machines that print them at the checkouts. Remember when you used to go to the supermarket, mm-hmm. you'd hand them the cheque, and they'd print it. Oh, yeah. Back to you, and you'd sign it. Oh, yeah. They do this in France. 
I mean, the last time I actually saw one of those machines was about 15, 16 years ago in Florida. Mm -hmm. yeah, I Florida. haven't seen one since. The French love their paperwork. They love their checkbooks. They love their bureaucracy, do they? Just, so yeah. the water bill's still not paid. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're leaving. Yes, well, it's getting to the point that's going to be fuck you. Well, well exactly. You go, I'm sorry, Mr. French Waterman. Uh, there, there was no way I could pierce the bill, and uh, I am no longer French. I'm going yes. back to Scotland. I'm fucking off back to Scotland. Yeah, well, we'll see. If I get a job in England, they'll just stay in England. Well, uh, yeah, that's... The, well. The whole family or just you? Well, probably just me. Because Andy needs to be where the the gym is. Needs to be where the action is. Mm -hmm. Seeing all the ladies do the steps. Like, hand up. Hand down. Right. Hand up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so. Um, yeah, so we're getting there. We're getting ready. Um, so John will be ending up in Sweden. So, so Spencer says, I thought John was going to Sweden. I'm confused. John is, John is returning to these shores for a brief stopgap uh, uh, to uh, financially uh, raise his status regroup, for the uh, bolt hole. Yeah, to financially regroup. Uh, good evening, Luke. Uh, and also, I would like to say good evening, everybody, in the live chat tonight on Twitch. How are we all this evening? Um... Wes says he's got some bad news and that there's yet another girl. Man, that boy, is, there's, he's no shortage of women and he doesn't end up with any of them. Strange. If, well, the, the thing is, usually it's not the guy that has to choose. So uh, it's it's a very unique situation. Yeah. Oh, well, when yeah. Natasha says in the chat, he's like a dog on heat. Well, make the most of it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, well, well, exactly. Make the most of it indeed. One day it shall leave you. And you will be shunned by the female forms. So uh, our last con conversation was obviously Thursday nights after dark with uh, our, our our esteemed guest. His name was Matt Tacey, mm -hmm. uh, NHS mental health nurse. And you know what? Like you said on Twitter earlier on, if you want to reflect on how to do disagreements and adult discourse whilst still furthering the conversation, mm -hmm. go and watch that episode. Because yeah. there were points that we were... We were vehemently disagreeing, but we, we kept it respectful. And yeah, yeah. we have to. And and I, I've come to this realisation uh, over the past few days. Well, I say I've come to this realisation. I've been saying it for a while. But it, it's got to the point now where nothing, nothing we do against people that comply is going to help us, right? Mm -hmm. So shouting at them, calling them sheep, calling them names, calling them all of that, what is that actually achieving? It's the same as them shouting back towards anybody not agreeing with the narrative and calling them co-idiots and calling them all of this. It's got their attention on our attention on them and their attention on us and none of our attention on the people fucking doing this shit to us, John. Indeed. Indeed. Indeed it has. So um... we, we, we do need to redouble. We do need to refocus and we... we 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 go and protest these people. Absolutely, we do. But still, we get to those points, don't we? Where we we end up in an argument with with someone we disagree with, and then we'll we'll throw a fucking insult, and they'll throw a fucking insult, and then it happens again, and it happens again, it happens again. We're all guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. You're yes. guilty of it. Yeah. See, the problem is that people are tribal by nature, and 
and tribes ultimately tend to fight each other. Yeah. So the, not doing that is very difficult because when communication lies, when communication gets to the point where there's an impasse, i.e. you have your beliefs, they have their beliefs, and we're not changing anything, then that's when we get to the point where, you know, physical physical violence sometimes, you know, people sometimes think that's the answer. And it isn't really, but unless you're actually trying to dethrone a government. Well, this, well, this is it. Um, and I, I've just been thinking a lot about divide and conquer. <laughs> and it really does feel like that's what's been being done to us. Are you reading the the chat? No. I'm I'm definitely reading the chat, and I'm I I, I, I can I'm I, I I can definitely see their points. I can definitely see their points. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you you're right. I mean, it, it's fine to listen to other people, and it's fine to make your own points. And and when you're dealing with people on a face to face basis, or or you know. Over the over the airwaves, like we were with Matt, it's relatively easy to keep it civilized. Yeah, you know, um, because you're dealing with individuals, and you're everybody's got the chance to say something. And if we but, want to build a show for everybody that we want yeah. everybody to come and yeah. watch, that's we need we need to do that, right? Yeah, we're, we're not James Whale, you know. No, 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 we're not. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't go, if you're not on. If you're not on the track that James Whale's on, you're you're dumped. You know that's that. You're just actually. You're did you just... did you hear the, the the debate between James Whale and Lawrence Fox? No, you I should don't. go and listen to that. It went on for about an hour, right? That's unusual. Well, yes, but that's because it's Lawrence Fox and he's a big name. But if you're like if you are iPhone into James Whale, it's like oh, you don't fucking well, bang, you're off. Uh, yeah, and I, I think it was probably pre-planned to you know. Yeah. They probably spoke beforehand or something on the line. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. They really, really, really have an opinion on uh, Thursday's conversation in the chat, don't they? It's, it's, it's a lot of copium. And, and very much, yes, I get where they're coming from. Absolutely. And uh, I try to stress those points without... Well, I, think, I, I mean, I think, I think Matt was a... He was a sensitive and caring guy. I mean, he obviously believed in in his occupation, and he believed yeah. in people. Um, so, so I mean, it's difficult. It's it's difficult to to be annoyed at people. Well, see, the thing is, you know, things that they actually believe in. You know, on 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 a personal level, I thought it was a very good good conversation well whilst we never agreed on everything and and you know no no fucking lives were saved from it so to speak it was it was it was good it was yeah. frust it was frustrating Cellini. it was frustrating at times and i tried to steer the direction a bit without losing my shit i don't want to lose my shit with our guests right um but we we were, we were never going to agree on everything we we never were and yeah. And that that was the whole idea. Yeah, well, that was the whole idea. And uh, I think, uh, who have we got booked for this Thursday, John? I think we've got Chrissy booked for this Thursday. We do. We have Chrissy, who is currently in the chat, joining us on After Dark this Thursday. <laughs> so uh, what we'll end up doing... Uh, I also reached out to Michael Blair, who's happy to come back on. Oh, I'll have Michael back on any day. That was a laugh. And uh, Tom Jones. 
Yes, I hope Tom Jones comes on. Not the uh, not the Welsh singer. <laughs> but <Not> Welsh. The... <laughs> yes, yes, Welsh, but not the singer. From the valleys, but not the singer. It's not unusual <laughs> to be loved by yeah. anyone. Um, and then we've got our star guests. At some point, I, I need to look in a date. Yes. Yeah. Spy so, on me, baby, you sad lad. I've got fucking Tom Jones song stuck in my head now, John. UK for that by that point. Yeah. Oh, and I've also got I've also got a pub date okay. with, uh, with um, Neil Ferguson's calculator and <laughs> and uh, what the hell's oh fuck's sake, I forgot his name. I was, oh. was going to say, ladies and gentlemen, John is going to the pub with Neil Ferguson's calculator. That's right, he is going to the pub with Neil Ferguson's calculator. That should be one interesting drink. Two guys from Aberdeen. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Let me just refresh my memory. He's, he's, uh, he's, oh, Klaus Schwab's bum swabs. Oh, fuck. So you go to the pub with Yanni. That's, yeah. That's Yanni. So you're going to the yeah. pub with Yanni. And, and Neil and, Ferguson's And calculator. Neil Ferguson's calculator. And I've been invited to lunch with um, Latimer Alder. Oh. Oh. Where's my fucking invites? Might be forthcoming. We'll see. I was, was going to say you're just going to leave. You, you're just going to leave me in this fucking hot box. No, no. I'm obviously going to have a social life when I get back. Uh, yes, I. I mean, I don't have a fucking social life anyway, John. Yeah, I know you're too busy. Yeah, I'm too tired. I'm too tired. I'm too old. I'm not too old. I mean, I, I, I might look 22, right? I might look 22. Astounding, astounding. Fucking gorgeous, and we know it. Yeah, that doesn't matter. But I, I, I'm, I might look 22, but I actually feel like I'm like fucking 104. I, I, especially today, I've had one hell of a bad day with my back. I, um, I had, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, it's fine. I had a... Uh... I had a drink on Friday night. <gasps> the wife brought home a bottle of gin. Oh! And we had a little libation. Was it a little we one, John? No, we killed the bottle of I gin. I was going to say, you, you just fucking done the bottle, didn't you? And a bottle of wine. <laughs> so Saturday was a day of rest and recuperation. Well, I'm, I'm not going to lie, ladies and gentlemen. For a Scotsman and a Scotswoman, that's a little drink. <laughs> <laughs> do we have a list tonight, John? We do have a list. Before we even start the list, though, <laughs> that clown Andrew Neil, right, was on Twitter earlier. This isn't on the list, but he was on Twitter earlier going, 45% of the UK's power has been provided by wind. It's <sighs> Well, hold on a minute. If it's not a windy day, why the fuck is the seven bridge shut? Huh? <laughs> I tell you what, if it's not a windy day, then why did I have to go and pick up my fucking recycling bin from the middle of the road? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, apart from that, of course, 
I immediately reply with, well, that's that's good because when it gets too windy, they have to shut them down. Yeah. Yep. Because they can't go at it in the hard winds. No, imagine those massive blades just snapping off and fucking flying, helicoptering. Well, you've seen them do that, haven't you? You've seen the videos. Yeah, but... And you've seen them burst into flames as well. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't want to witness these things in real life. There's three of the fuckers in the field not too far away from me, John. Oh, those scary fuckers. They scary. really are. If you're going to use... Six and a half thousand of these fuckers in the UK. If you're going to use them, stick them out to fucking see where I can't see them, right? But yeah. no, no, it's three of fuckers on a field. Not too oh. far away. They really are an eyesore. They really are. They are disgusting. And, they are ugly. And... 16% was provided by nuclear. They've really ramped up the nuclear. Good. And it should be 100%, John. Yeah, well, I know, but normally it's only sitting about 4%. Yeah, but it should be 100 It should be 100%. Still buying electricity from France. You want? It solves the fucking green energy crisis, doesn't it? Nuclear power. Well, nuclear does. Done. Yeah. It's done. It's over. Um, Chrissy says they've got the old uh, windmills up the road. They give her the fear. Natasha says they switch yeah. them off when it's too windy. Well, they've got to because they, they'd overspeed. Well, this is it. Um, yeah, they're noisy fuckers as well. And Chrissy says they're funny when they burst into flames, though. Yeah. One of the the houses, when we were house-sitting in Chateau Garnier, we were quite close to them. And at night, you, you were lying in bed and you could hear the fuckers. So... Can I, can, can I ask you something? Can I, can, can I ask you if something is on the list? Because if it's not, we need to talk about it quickly. Right. The metaverse. Well, actually, no, I don't have it on the, the, the list. Do you want to bring it up just For now? the Daily Mail, Meta launches new safety feature for its virtual oh, yes. world That's... after a woman was sexually assaulted online. Uh, I, 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 and just, just so you know, this isn't a joke... Because I had to, usually, you know, you, you don't really read past the headlines. Meta launches new safety feature for its virtual world after a woman was sexually assaulted online less than a minute after logging on. Meta has introduced new safety features for its virtual online world after the Mail on Sunday revealed how a woman had been sexually assaulted less than a minute after logging into the metaverse. Nina Jane Patel, a mother of four, told how her avatar a computer-generated version of herself, was pursued by three male characters who groped her and subjected her to a stream of sexual innuendo. Is that a so, sexual innuendo? Do you so, remember Call of Duty? I was going to say, do, do, should we put on a feature that says, you can't shoot me? Yeah, but do you remember Call of Duty when they used to shoot you and then teabag you? Yeah. <laughs> 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 what about Grand Theft Auto when you could beat up the hoes? Okay, I know we shouldn't laugh at this, right? But as a victim of sexual assault myself, I find this pretty fucking insulting. Oh, it's it, it's it's bizarre. I mean, I can understand if you were like jacking in, and it was like the Matrix where it felt real. Yeah. For but, fuck's but literally, sake. she basically... Was, do, do you remember a thing called Habbo Hotel, John? No. Right, so it was basically what the metaverse is now, except for you had a little tiny 2D cartoon version of you. You'd log in online, right, and you'd go into... It was basically a chat room, which is basically what the metaverse is now, just with a 
better looking avatar for yourself. Um, and oh, sorry, hold on. And um, so one says, "Who hasn't been teabagged in COD?" <laughs> exactly. But, <laughs> okay, Adam, that's a bit much. But um, he's <laughs> funny, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, but this is basically like logging into Habo Hotel and uh, and somebody calling you gay, isn't it, or something like that? It's like what, what, what is this? Basically, the metaverse or the meta virtual reality portion of it appears to be an adult chat room. That's what it is. It's a chat room. And I don't understand how if... So basically, did you see them videos of the wedding in the metaverse and then the three guys turned up and started fucking wrecking it all? Did it say say if um, the police were involved? I don't know if the police are involved, but speaking about the police being involved, is fucking Jimmy Carr on your list? <laughs> Jimmy Carr. Is he on your list? Jimmy Carr is on the He's list. He's the Scottish SNP councillor. I forget her name. I did retweet her, but is she on your list? What was, what was she all about? Let me let me let me tell you. Let me tell you. Give me a second. Um, so you might just make your own list. Sorry, we're just before we get into the main list, Councillor Julie McKenzie, yeah? SMP, uh, councillor, Jimmy Carr and his Netflix hate speech uh, and his applauding audience should be prosecuted. Oh, get to fuck. So basically she thinks, this is an SMP councillor, thinks anybody who laughs at an offensive joke should be prosecuted. SMP, they like that. I mean, they're just, they've, they've just lost it. Do you know what? In fact, I thought for Jimmy Carr, that was actually quite a witty joke. Well, I actually saw Jimmy Carr live here in Eastbourne, right? Before he was a wank. Huh? Before he was a wank. Yeah, it was about, what, 14 years ago, right? Yeah. And he told a Holocaust joke then. Yeah. And it was the last joke he did of of the evening. And he, he, he prefaced it by saying, this is the most offensive joke I've ever thought of. Right. I'm not going to repeat the joke so that people don't have footage of me telling this joke. That's no use. <laughs> but it basically, I, I will give you the rundown so you can work the joke out for yourself. It talked about there being safety in numbers, uh-huh. but that not working for six million of certain people. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's that's all I will say. It was It, it, it had the room... Half, half, I, I, half funny, half in shock. But I also remember he was also on stage and he said, um, I've got a two word joke for you. He said, on my last tour, I remember this so well. He said, on my last tour, I, I, I managed to do a three word joke. Well, now I've got a two word joke. And he just looked at us and all he went, dwarf shortage. <laughs> <laughs> he used to be very, very edgy. He used to be very offensive. And then he got TV deals. Yeah. You know, uh, it's the same as people like Frankie Boyle. Have you ever seen Frankie Boyle stand up? Yeah, Fra- Frankie Boyle used to be good. Frankie Boyle used to be very, then, very on the edge. Ginger Tosser. Yeah. Um, it, it, I, I, I don't know what happened. Well, I do know what happened to these people. BBC and Channel 4 contracts happened <laughs> to these people. That's what happened to these people. But uh, let's begin your list because we're half hour into the show john 
Really? Yeah. Right, let's start with the Freedom Convoy in Canada. Yes. So it's um it, it's not going anywhere. It's not it? convoy anymore, John. No, well, it, there's still convoys floating about, but it's um, it's, it's not the really it's anymore. it's the Freedom Encampment of Ottawa, yep. John. Yep, and it seems to be it seems to be entrenched now. Mm. So the um first of all GoFundMe really shot themselves in the foot, didn't they? Oh, those bastards! And you know what? I knew, I knew so, because yeah. But the first thing when they when they turn around and go, oh, we've you know we've we've basically you know frozen the money. Mm-hmm. We're going to pay it to a deserving charity. No, that's called fucking theft. That you is called that, that is called theft. Yeah, yeah. So then all these American states. Go, you've broken our state law because you can't you can't take money off something for something and then give it to someone else. Well, this is this is absolutely correct, and also the I believe the actual donors themselves would have had very good lawsuits because they donated oh. with with good good intent and good cause that the money that they paid would go to the organization yeah. that they said it would, and yeah. uh, they they were they were going to they were just going to take that money. I believe Elon Musk donated like forty six thousand dollars. I think it was, but anyway, so. So, so they shot themselves in the foot by doing that. Then they had to reverse and say, "Well, everyone that applies." And then they went, "Oh well, everybody are automatically going to get their money back." Yeah, and I mean that should have been the, the, the that should have been the default but, position from the off because right, GoFundMe is an organization you can't use anymore because they've done this more than once. Like, listen, despite despite people trying to say to the contrary, I had a GoFundMe. Right, I, we had a GoFundMe for Descent Media, and. Uh, it, it, the the fund from which paid for this building that mm-hmm. you see, uh, it, it didn't all pay for it all by any stretch of imagination, unfortunately, because we raised about nine hundred pound after their deductions, and this cost over fifteen. That's all I will say when it talks about when we talk about how much this cost. So this cost over fifteen. We raised about nine, and it's why it took so long as well to build this because yeah. any time that a few donations would come through, they would drib, dribble out bit by bit and then we buy bit by bit and do bit by bit as and when we could but um so they cancelled our fundraiser uh because a bunch of nhs blue hearts or people who claimed to be yeah. nhs blue hearts uh emailed did a did a group email to go fund me uh, what was my crime to them saying please don't speak for me as a vulnerable person yeah don't speak for me and uh because I said I wanted to speak for myself and make my own choices, they thought that I had no right to try and build a business. So they they contacted by GoFundMe and the GoFundMe shut me down and didn't let me appeal, didn't provide any evidence for what, what people had claimed because they didn't provide any evidence. So I think what had happened was a bunch of people who claimed to work for the NHS said, we work for the NHS and we think this person is hateful. And GoFundMe went, oh, fuck, and shut shut, shut it down. And what did they do with the money that had been donated? So some of it I got. So I say we we managed to get out about £900. There was about £200 left, and they automatically refunded it to the donors. Right, okay. And it was in, I I got an email to that effect saying, you know, any money that you haven't taken out will be immediately refunded to your donors, what I think three to five or seven to ten working days or something like that. Um, So I knew that that's what they, that's what the, fucking procedure should be right 
because that's what they did to me when they cancelled mine was they just automatically refunded the donors yeah but that i can tell you exactly why i think they didn't do this here because it was nine fucking million dollars and they wanted to keep their fees mm -hmm. yeah because they take like five to seven percent i believe of of all donations that's a lot for themselves and when you think about it that's it's it's about half a million dollars that they would have been better off for as a company yeah and i i don't think they wanted to let that go and the only reason they have reversed the decision and gone back to automatic refunds is because of people like us john because what we told people to do was not to click on their refund form because if you click on GoFundMe's refund form and request a refund, it costs GoFundMe nothing. Whereas if you charge them back for your bank, which is what yeah. we were advising people to do, every chargeback would have cost GoFundMe $15. Every single yeah. one. Yeah. And I think people started doing that and they were going, oh, hold up. Not only are we going to have to pay everyone back, we're then going to end up millions of dollars out of pocket. Yeah. We better just refund them and i think that's what happened they said it was due to donor feedback i don't think yeah, so i don't I think so <laughs> so i am um, i look this is off list and it's but it's to do with france and money again right so i thought i'll cancel my top up health insurance because obviously we're not going to need it nope because it only applies to france right your foot john no but <laughs> You know, I thought there's no point in having it. Yeah, right. I mean, it's 170 euros a month, so it's a lot of money. So I phones him up, and the guy says, "Yeah, just send an email in, such and such, blah blah blah. We'll get it cancelled." So put the email in. Two days later, he gets an email back saying, "I'm um, sorry, I can't cancel your, I can't cancel your, um, your health insurance." And I'm because one, you need to provide me with an address in England with proof of where you're staying and it can only be council tax or utility bill french bureaucracy baby yeah or uh, and and because the the contract is less than a year old french law doesn't allow me to cancel it oh fantastic so uh what you're going to have to do is simply cancel the direct debit job yes Yes, that's the next part. That's the next. That's the next stage. If you're not in the country, <laughs> no. what are they going to do about it? Yes, but here we go. So it goes on to the bank. And have you ever cancelled a direct debit on a UK bank? Yes, please, please. Yeah, I can do it on my app. In, you click a box, and the direct debit's gone. I could log in and start cancelling direct debits right now, whilst whilst, whilst we're doing this show. Not in Europe. Bureaucracy, John. So, oh, fucking, they love their bureaucracy. I mean, this this is mental, and I'm glad I found these things out before I, you know, put down roots, shall we say? Yeah. So, to cancel a direct debit, you need to fill in a form. Mm -hmm. You need to sign it mm -hmm. physically. You need to find the creditor ID. So oh. that's the code that identifies the company that's taking the direct debit. It's hurting. This, this is, is hurting. This is like a, a ten-digit code. Yep. Then you've got to find the mandate ID, which is like a twenty-digit <sighs> number, right? Then you've got to fill that out. 
print it out, scan it, then email it to the support for the bank. Right. Then you've got to go onto the chat. Right. And tell them you've done this so they can go and find your form. Oh, my God. And forward it on so it gets cancelled. Never tell me that again. You've got to do that for every day. Never tell me that. No, you are you are banned about talking about fucking French banking. Never again. Yeah, there you go. Never again. List. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Rogan. Yes. So what's going on there then? He, uh, he's right, so he used the N word. Yeah, but in what context did he use the word? Yes, it was in context. He was quoting people or whatever. He wasn't using it gratuitously. So he wasn't using it as a derogatory slur? No. So, so he, was using the, he used the N-word a couple of times. Right. And he did what you should never do. He's apologised to the mob. Yes, he apologised to the mob. Now, if he, had, if, if he genuinely thought that he had made a mistake, then at the time he made that mistake, he could have rectified it and made an apology. But obviously he did not think that he had done anything wrong because he was using the language in correct context. And I, I don't quite understand. I don't, I don't quite understand what the issue is. I mean, it's not a word I want to say anyway. Okay. It's just not a word I want to say, but mm -hmm. it depends on the context. Same thing happened to Papa John. <laughs> I know you are kind of Papa John, but... Papa John of Papa John's Pizzas. He yeah. he used the word, I believe it was in the ballroom, uh, in a context which um in in a context which was quoting someone else or something along those lines. And uh, Papa John was removed from his company for it. Yeah. He, he was that's... removed from Papa John's for it. Now, do you think that that should happen? Why did that happen? Was it literally because of the color of his skin? Because if we listen to rap music, let's talk about Spotify for a minute. How many songs on Spotify have got that word in it? Yeah, but it's perfect. obviously it's perfectly fine to use that word if you're black. It, it seems perfectly fine to use. But... Okay. See, so... see per 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 personally speaking, I don't care who the fuck I offend, right? Because no. offence is taken, not given. And I, I don't care who I offend at the See, end of the day. And this is the thing that really pisses me off, because already Scotland's got this law in place mm -hmm. about not being able to offend people. And it's coming to England as well. Is it over my fucking dead body, John? No. Yeah, we'll discuss well, that. Well, we're, we're going to discuss the online harms bill, I think. Yeah, yeah. So yep. it seems much the same thing. So it's like... It's nanny state going mad. Well, absolutely it is. Look, Chrissy says in the chat, this makes my head hurt. It's either a bad word or not, regardless who uses it. Well, but it's not, is it? So, uh, so are we literally holding people to different standards because of the colours yeah. of their skin? Yeah, well, of course Is that we are. not called racism? Yes, it is. Or, or is, I, I, is positive racism. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, are we not holding... Why are we holding to people to different standards for the colour of their skin? Right? Because we're fighting, we're not allowed to complain about anything now. I'll complain about the fuck I like, John. <laughs> yes, you can. I, I mean, no, I will. Nobody will pay any attention to you. <laughs> nobody pays any fucking attention to us anyway, John. Well, yeah. I mean, and the thing is, it's like, what's, what, what was it they used to say? Sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt me. You yes. Know, now it's completely the other way around. You can beat fuck out of someone and, and you'll do less time than if you called them a 
<laughs> well, it would so it would seem, and I mean, we yeah. we've we've got this this absolute fucking obsession with uh, uh, not offending people. It's it's yeah. an obsession at this point. Well, and... apparently, um, the BBC have said that it ain't a ha- it ain't half hot, mum. Is so racist that there is no chance it's ever going to be broadcast again. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What the, what the fuck? It ain't half hot, mum. <laughs> it's so racist they will never broadcast that again. Isn't this something that the BBC commissioned and created, John? Yeah, yeah. This this is like it's like um. It's like these science fiction movies you used to watch, and well, in fact, Demolition Man was a prime example. Do you remember when he got John brought- Spartan? You are fined one credit for violation. <laughs> yes, I think we're going down that. Well, and and obviously the credit was part of their social credit system. Well, it would seem, yeah, it, yeah, it was. So I think we're going down that route. I mean, they literally had sex with VR headsets, didn't they? Yeah, we're. Going down, well, this was and the three shells. What the hell was all that uh, about? When nobody ever, nobody ever explained how to use the three shells, and I think that was the point of the three shells, John. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, but the, the hello, hello is okay because that's white people mocking white people. It's just the French. <laughs> they don't count. <laughs> so, yeah. So the whole thing's a fucking mess. I mean, it is. It is a fucking mess. <laughs> And We're you know, going faster than we ever should be. And you, you know, at the uh, the the end of, at the end of the day, John, I don't know about you, but I think what what I'm about to say here, you'll probably completely agree with. I've never and never will judge anybody based on what they look like. I don't give two shits what yeah. the color of their skin is. I don't care where they're from. I don't care who they pray to. I don't care who they're sleeping with. It's none of my fucking business. I care yeah, about their actions. <laughs> what did you say? As long as I'm not sleeping with your wife. Well, yeah, that's that's true. Then, uh... <sighs> then I might care a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sorry. Anyway, yeah, I I I don't care at all about any of this fucking arbitrary nebulous shit that doesn't make a person for me it doesn't it doesn't define a person for me what defines a person is their actions um and the things they do whether they be good or bad and it doesn't i i I just don't get this fucking this fucking cancel culture bullshit which is obviously created just to fucking attack white men I, I don't want to say it because I'm a fucking, you know, at heart, I'm a liberal lefty. And I hate fucking agreeing with these points, which are apparently belonging to the right. Like, but what else can we fucking, what what else can we fucking attain from this? Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is. Right. <sighs> I, man, I used to, I, I used to be a proper fucking hippie. I really did. I used to be a proper fucking hippie. And and do you know, I was I was talking about this earlier on Twitter. How the fuck have the right now got a fucking monopoly on freedom, John? Yeah, I don't understand. That. I don't understand it. It was the other way around. It used to be the other way around. The right were the ones that fucking told us that, you know, um Grand Theft Auto and stuff caused murders and video games must be banned and that was the right, and you know yeah. they were fucking ultra conservative Christians 
what's happened i mean natasha says right is now left left is now right well no it's not it's not not quite that right so so i I, i've done my political compass a few times uh libertarian left just left the center so pretty much a centrist lefty right and that's where my views sit on the the established political compass yeah but the people that now call themselves the left are somewhere right over here on the authoritarian far left fucking i i think they might be further off the compass than than exists i think they were just communist but they call themselves the left right yeah i know but they are but they're they're basically communists but listen listen i'm getting to a point and the point is they think they think in their fucking deluded minds that they are where i am on the political compass they think that they are center left and so for them the overton window has shifted in so much as they look at someone like me who is a center left and think that person so far to the right of me that they must be far right and i'm the one in the middle and then they look at a conservative and they go fucking hitler yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's what's happening they are not lefties they are communists they are Indeed. communists they are communists right um did you See Tucker Carlson or uh, Mike D- Mark Dice talking mm. about the the, uh, the the press secretary who was trying to explain that the U.S. has come into intelligence information that Russia were planning a false flag. I saw the um, the reporter in and the then, room, the Russia Today reporter that that just. Well, no, fuck- then Matt Lee starts talking to, uh, asking them for some evidence. Did you hear that one? Yep. Uh, can we have some evidence, please? Or else this is just Alex Jones territory, he said. Yeah, exactly. Would you like to hear some of this or should should we play Yeah, it? we would like to hear some. Please. Right, let's see if this works. So I'm going to play it. If you can't hear it, tell me straight away. Here's the exchange that followed. Okay, well, that's one of there. Up a little bit. Oh, fuck me, sideways. Suggest otherwise. Suggest, meaning they, they suggest they're not interested in talks and they're going to go ahead with some kind of a... What action are you talking about? One, the actions I've just pointed to. Uh, the what fact, action? What? The, the fact that Russia continues to engage uh, in disinformation well, uh, you campaigns. Know, you made an allegation that they might do that. Have they actually done it? Uh, what we know, Matt, is what we what I have just said that they have engaged in this activity, well, uh, in this planning activity. What, but let me let me because because obviously this is not this is not the first time we've made uh, these reports public. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on a second. What are you talking about? That was the question, and it's a good question. I wish you heard it more in official briefings. In fact, absolutely, everyday life in this country. It's usually the essential question and the first step toward finding out what the truth is. Ned Price, of course, didn't want to answer that question, but Lee kept pressing him. Why didn't Matt Lee just take Ned Price's word for it like everybody else? Well, maybe because this is the very same Ned Price who has a documented history of lying to reporters in the briefing room. Here's Ned Price promising that Kabul would not fall to the Taliban not long before it did fall to the Taliban. Hmm. The president from the day he... 
announced that the U.S. military would be uh, withdrawing, uh, except for uh, the troops necessary to protect our diplomatic compounds. It was very clear that uh, we have partnered with the Afghan people and with the Afghan government over the course of some 20 years now. Uh, that partnership uh, would not diminish in so any way. basically... Withdrawal with the military mentioned it yesterday. So basically, yeah. John... What I can garner from this is that the Biden administration are full of absolute shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and they're making stuff up. Yeah, but doesn't don't all political parties and political leaders and don't they all make shit up, John? Yeah, they do. And they, that, they really that, do. That guy from the that press secretary guy is um, is completely unwag the dog territory. Absolutely, completely on it. I just I don't understand um, how they can say these things and not provide any, any any fucking semblance of evidence, John. They don't expect to be challenged by the mainstream media. Well, no, this is it. And I mean, did you see that fucking clip of Justin Trudeau saying uh, how do how do we get let off from the media? He goes, because we paid them six hundred million dollars to give us headlines like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's. I don't think it's a new clip, but it's a clip that is now doing the rounds. You know, when you paid them six hundred million dollars, um, yeah. of course you're going to get good headlines. You're not going to get. You know, you're not going to end up with 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 disgraceful, barraging headlines. What is going on? Where we've reached a stage in society where we're allowing our political leaders to fucking do this, John? Well, people. People have obviously got to a stage where they cannot think critically. They cannot question their superiors. And I use that word deliberately because I think these people actually think that these people that are lording over us are their superiors. I, be I believe they think that as well. I believe they think Boris is in charge. He's yeah. not in charge. We're in charge of him. Yeah, That's the whole point, charge. right? That's supposed to be the case. But if you let your employee run the fucking noodle bar, then you're going to go bust. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's just... Our, our, our employees, the British government, they are our employees. They are our public servants. They are supposed to represent and work for us. They, mm -hmm. Like you said, they believe that they are now our masters. They do. They, they do. Agree. They think we elected them to be our keepers. Mm -hmm. They, they feel they've been elected into a position where they are our rulers. Yeah. Yeah. And and you can you can tell. You can absolutely oh. tell from the from the from the contempt, disdain. I mean look at the way your president <laughs> for the next few days, Emmanuel Macron, speaks of what oh, yeah. he calls the unvaccinated. Yeah, yeah. He says they're not citizens. Exactly. Well that's why I'm not paying my tax. Well, this is it. He says, but the thing is, he's able to speak of, uh, uh, he thinks he can speak of them like that and just get away with it. And and, and that they are below him. He, mm -hmm. he may be the head of state, but he is elected as their representative. Yeah. Not as yeah. their ruler. Yeah, exactly. But these, these people have lost it. They're, well, they've not lost it. I think they, they truly believe that is their God-given right to to rule? So I think that the only reason that there there are no full-blown tyrannical treatment mandates over in France is because Emmanuel Macron is still a little bit scared of the French people. 
Yeah, yeah. And remember, there's a lot of guns in France. There are a lot of guns in France, and I've seen the the, the, the protests aren't slowing down, are they? No, they're not. They're, they're not. still huge, it's, and the ones in Paris over this weekend were huge. Yeah. And whilst we don't really get to see them on the mainstream media, they are there, they are happening, and Emmanuel is seeing them. And mm-hmm. I think that's why they haven't gone full-blown fucking tyranny. Uh, I mean, our, our government, I don't know. They might be scared of the people. We've got a convoy, haven't we, here here in the UK? Yeah. I've, yeah. I've, I've spoken to somebody who is at the services with them right now. And uh-huh. there are, and I've seen some footage and I've seen some videos. There are a fucking load of them, John. There are a lot of them. A lot of cars. A lot of cars. So it, it most, mostly a car convoy. But yeah. a convoy is a convoy is a convoy. And mm-hmm. they are on their way to Parliament. I'm supposed to... I, I was I was thinking I was going to get ahead of them. I thought, oh, really? I'll, put, I'll make sure my parking's booked. Yeah. I'll get in there for about 9am. I'll get ahead of... No, no. They're looking like they're going to get into Parliament about 7 o'clock tomorrow morning, John. So uh, what I've what I've done is I need to make a decision. Um, I've just expended my parking back to midnight tonight and, yeah. uh, and through to midnight tomorrow. Um. And I'm I'm very very tempted to just drive up, put it in the underground car park tonight, sleep in the car. Yeah. To get ahead of them, because if I don't get ahead of them, I'm probably not getting in. Probably not. No. Nah. Need a place to halt. Well, this is it, and I've 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 already paid for the car park. Yeah. So I want to get I want to get in, but I uh, I've got two options really. It's leave after the show, or bed down and get up about 5am and try and get in before them. Well, I say get up about 5am, leave at about 5am and try yeah. and get in before them. But I do plan to get in and I do plan to have some streams on the ground tomorrow from whatever it is they're going to do in Parliament. They, 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 are, they are claiming they are going to occupy central London, which means I assume once they get to Boris's door, they're going to stop. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, there are a lot of them. Yeah, there are a lot of them. There are, yeah. Um, and they've come from all over: uh, Glasgow, <laughs> Edinburgh, Wales, Newcastle, yep. I believe Manchester. Sure. Yeah, they've come off the south coast from Southampton, yeah. and they've all met up on the M25. They're in the, they're all on the M25 at the moment. Yeah, uh, I think some of them have not arrived yet. Spencer says, "Won't the police just confiscate their vehicles? They're, they're not going to be able to." Too Spencer, many. there's too many of them. There are a lot of them. Let me let me just let me just not emphasize. I, I don't know if I can emphasize that enough. I thought because we've not seen anything about it that it wasn't happening. Yeah. There are a lot of them. There are a lot. I mean, I I saw them leaving, coming down the M8, and the M8 had ground to a halt because there was that many of them. But that wasn't the entire protest. That was them just starting. That was one wing of them. There's been about yeah. ten. There's well, been about... every every time they move further south, they get more and more people. So... Well, well, no, because there's been ten separate convoys setting off from separate yeah. locations. And they're joining up. Yeah, and then they're all joining up on the M25. Mm-hmm. So, um, and like like I said, it is mostly cars. It is mostly cars, but yeah. they're doing it. And I mean, they're, they're having a fucking party at the services right now. Yeah. They're all just in the car park. There's music blaring. They're dancing. They're waving their flags. They're having a great time. I mean, that's the other thing I could do. I could just go to the services. I know where they are. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. I could go to the services and get ahead but of them. Then, yeah, but you need to be ahead of them, though, because you don't want to get caught up in it. Yeah, but my other concern is I get in before them, and can I get out? 
Yeah, well, that's if you, you're. Are you still parking in central London? I'm parking underneath Westminster Abbey, John. You fucked me. <laughs> I know. Can you not? I, I don't know. I'd be tempted to cancel the. the yeah, uh, I, if, I, if I cancel the car park, they don't give you a refund, right? Bro. And I can't afford another car park, and I've already paid for the fuel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, do you know how much the fuel cost? Fucking great. 90 quid. John. 100 quid? Yeah. 90 quid. Um, Chila says M25 services at 7.30am. Well, I was just told in DM by somebody who is at the services right now that's with them that they're planning to get into Parliament for 7. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Shall we move on? Yeah. Did you skip breakfast? Always. Did you know that that can make you more susceptible to a heart attack? Yeah, but... Like I said, I'm just waiting. I said this yesterday, actually. I'm just waiting for the article where it says, waking up out of bed makes you more susceptible to a heart attack. Well, I saw one earlier on, shoveling yeah, snow. Sh shoveling no, yeah. We did shoveling snow last week, yeah. Yeah, shoveling snow. It's just crazy. They're just making this shit up. Of course they are. Because, I, I mean, I saw, I saw a TikTok video earlier on um, of a man, an Irish man, who had had his 10-year-old son treated yeah, i saw that and yeah. his 10 year old son essentially died on the playground yeah just two weeks later was resuscitated but he feels guilty because he couldn't even get the hospital to fucking admit that that, that yeah. it was linked to the treatment it's a 10 year old healthy child had a heart attack yeah i know in fact I'm... what i actually believe he had was a series of heart attacks he i don't believe his son died I believe he was resuscitated. But, yeah. but he has to now live with that. Yeah. And, I, I mean, you've seen the... Uh, you've seen the other part of that, and that um, if you... Are, this, this came out of France today. Mm. So if you, have a, if you have an adverse reaction to the vaccine and you die, yeah. the insurance company won't pay out, right? And they were taken to court in France over this, and the court ruled that because you took the vaccine voluntarily, which is an experimental vaccine... Right? I, saw, I saw a statement from Robert Malone to this effect. They, they classified it effectively as suicide. So I, I believe what Robert Malone said, uh, I, I don't, don't quote me as a full statement, but he said something along the lines of we are about to see public health officials the world over start saying you were never forced to take anything, it was your choice. Yeah, yeah of course you are. Because that's what the court said. If yeah. you take this jag and you die from it, insurance companies don't need to pay out because effectively it's suicide because you took it... Um, willingly. You took it willingly. Yeah. Freedom of choice. And if that is the case, that's fucking unless, terrifying. It's terrifying. Unless you live in Italy. But, or Austria. Because then there is no choice. There is no choice, no. So if if you die in any of those countries, your insurance company must be able to pay, to, to pay out, surely. I would hope so, but at the same time... And they should be reporting the government for murder. I, you know what? Um, I, I'm, I'm just... I'm so fucking flabbergasted because I, I, I listen to the words of people like Malone and I think... Yeah, that fucking shit's going to happen. And who's going to be accountable? 
when these people say, when they say you were never forced to take it, well, what was a passport? <laughs> you, yeah, you weren't forced to take it, but only if you wanted to keep your job. If you mm. worked for the NHS up until last week, you were forced to take it or you would lose your job. So that's that's coercion beyond, you know... But I think a, a passport in itself is indeed coercion. It is yeah, coercion. But, but, I mean, the flu vaccine has always been strongly recommended for NHS workers. Mm -hmm. But you were never threatened with losing your job. If Absolutely, you, you weren't. Uh, Spencer says in the chat, a Ryanair passenger died of a heart attack at 35,000 feet. So now the price list for Ryanair snacks can also cause heart attacks. <laughs> oh, yeah, they probably can. And utility bills will certainly cause you a heart attack. Yeah, believe me, I'm already feeling it, John. I, I, we, we, are, we are struggling. We are really, really struggling. We're yeah. struggling financially. I, I'm not. I'm not afraid to admit that. And the heating bills are are not helping. They're not helping at all. I mean, I'm putting ten pound on our gas every two days. That's yeah, just that, the gas. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's so, fucking freezing here at the moment, John. So we've got no choice but to put the heating on. So what the hell's this loan or levy business? Oh, don't even get me started on it because why? Why? Is He's effectively giving the money. He's not giving the money to you. He's giving the money to the companies. I believe the energy companies. companies. And then he's claiming, somebody's claiming the money back from you over the next five years. Yeah. Is so that... it's coming. I believe it will probably once again go through the energy companies on your bills, despite the fact they're already fucking rising like no tomorrow anyway. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah. So they're going to levy two hundred pounds, I guess, against everybody's bills, uh, without everybody's consent, with nobody's consent, in fact. And and this uh, let's let's put aside what they're doing it for for a minute. Let's park that because it's just the entire concept that terrifies me, John. That the government can just decide to give you debt. Yeah. Uh, they can just decide to give you debt, and then you're indebted to them. And and as I said on Friday night on the solo show, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Is looking more and more like it could become a possible reality because these cunts, if they get away with this. If they get away with this, then what's let's say that next year they, they levy a thousand pound on you, then the following year five grand, then the following year ten grand, until you own nothing because you're constantly indebted to the state. Yeah. So Chila says in the chat it will be illegal for them to make you take a loan, and I hope people challenge this. I really do. I really hope this is challenged in the courts. Now there are people that are gonna want it. Right, mm -hmm. there are people that are going to want it, but they yeah. should be able to apply for it, and they should be able to opt in or opt out of it, and then exactly. it should be personally levied against the individuals that do it. And do you know what? Even it, it's it's something that I would probably consider at this time, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah. I don't want it foisted upon me, and therefore I don't want it. Yeah, I would I would cut off my nose to spite my face in this respect, purely because. I don't want it forced upon me. I want to be able to make a decision. And right yeah. now they're saying there's no opt-out when there should just be an opt-in. Yeah, well, exactly. The whole thing's madness. Yeah. So Chrissy says, if people want it, let them have it. I don't flipping want it. And, and that's the thing. Everybody, everybody is going to have to repay this. Every single person. Despite I'm where... Gonna... I heard that if you, if you have... Adult children that stay in the house, 
if they move out into their own property, oh yeah, they have to repay it even though they've not had it. So this is not confirmed yet, but it's something that that looks very very likely. So if you've got adult children that move into the house and then they move out within this five year period that it has to be repaid, they're going to have to start repaying something they never had because they'll yeah. get their own bills. Yeah. Um, and uh, and the government make a tidy little profit, don't they, John? Well, somebody does. Yeah. And, and and at the end of the day, the energy companies are making massive profits right now. Of course they are. The the, the price rises are not justifiable. Look at no. their look at the was it a record? Who was it that was it? Shell, Tex, Shell twelve billion mm-hmm. in profits in profits and zero tax. Zero tax. Zero tax. The UK is the only country that they operate in that they don't pay tax. You know, I've been warning about quantitative easing for about two years. Right? Yeah. So, Sorarm says in the chat, all because of this dumb green agenda bullshit or green energy bullshit and money printing. Put the green energy stuff aside for a minute because the biggest problem is the quantitative easing that they've been doing since 2008. And then they, they seriously ramped up in the last two years. Because yeah. I've been warning people that, okay, so this is your pound in the economy, yeah? Mm-hmm. And right now, this is a Mars bar. This pound can buy this Mars bar. But all of a sudden, Mr. fucking Sunak starts putting more money into the economy. All it does is devalue the pound that you mm-hmm. already have because the base is always the same okay so now this mars bar that's probably a bit less in size anyway because they keep fucking you that way mm-hmm. now costs two of your pounds for yeah. the same thing mm-hmm. that's what fucking quantitative easing does when you when you just print money as people keep saying uh, you know the left a quote unquote are very much fucking guilty of this when you just print money and place it into an economy you are not creating new money you are just creating new paper or the preferred method right now new zeros on a screen yeah and, yeah, and, and every other zero on the screen is now worth less than zero mm-hmm. yeah it, it, it's not a case of it's, uh, I, I, I fucking went into this rant as well on Friday night. You can't... Like, let's let's take the pandemic for a minute, okay? So, the pandemic. All of these people started coming out and saying, just pay everyone to stay home, yeah? Just pay everyone to stay home. Well, what are you going to eat then? Well, well, just pay everyone to stay home. Well, what are you going to eat then? Just, just You're going to eat the money that they're giving you, aren't they? Are you? Are you, you going to eat the money? What do you mean? Well, who's going to fucking make the food? Who's going to drive the lorries? Who's going to open the shops? Who's going to have it on sale? Where is any of this going to happen if you just pay everybody to stay home? You can't eat money. You can't close an economy. But they did it. I know. (sighs) Anyway, moving on. Mm. Um... John McAfee, in February 2020, one of his last tweets, yes, said, under no circumstances, take the vax. 
He did. I mean, it would be going down territory, uh, conspiracy territory, obviously, because yeah. remember there was supposed to be a John McAfee dead man switch, which obviously amounted to nothing. Yeah, um, it, did. it did amount to nothing. Um, but Sauron says he was such a mad lad. And do you know what? I think he was bullshitting half of it, obviously, because of the dead man switch. Yeah, but he was. He was still on the pull. He still. He still had some of his faculties about him. He was, he was, he could see what was going to happen. Oh, do you know what? I, I love the man. I love the guy. Yeah. I think he was fucking hilarious. Yeah. I think he's, uh, do you think he was bumped off? Yeah. You do? Why do you think he was bumped off though? I... Because obviously all of this information that he kept claiming to have, he didn't have. Because if he yeah. did, it would have been released. Oh, well, maybe he did have it. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I think he just kept saying it to keep himself sort of alive. Yeah. Um. But um. <laughs> Spencer says there is no correlation between the death of John McAfee and the emergence of a global virus. <laughs> <laughs> I know we shouldn't laugh, but. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah no um I I I'm aware of tweet the tweet is real you can go and view it right now still on twitter i believe yeah it, 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 he did say just before he was uh probably undoubtedly bumped off uh under no circumstances should you go and take the I th- vaccine I think, few, I think he had a few enemies of the criminal fraternity as well i think that john mcafee it's... just was fucking hated by by anyone and everyone that had any kind of power because the guy just did what the fuck he wanted and he wasn't um he wasn't strictly above board in all these business dealings. So I think there might have been something in there as well. I think what he ended up in prison for, wasn't it like uh pumping and dumping crypto? Yeah. Yeah, so so uh bigging up crypto coins and then when people bought into them he cashed out and then the coins crashed. Yeah. And he did it a few times, right? Like I said, the guy just did what the fuck he wanted. There's still people doing that. Oh yeah, pumping and dumping basically happens yeah. every every other other week, doesn't yeah. it? Like a new coin pops up. And the the latest one that I saw was a Squid Game coin, John. <laughs> and and it, it it was it was very clear, even from me who's a crypto novice, right? Absolute yeah. crypto novice. But I looked at it and I was like, that's a pump and dump. The second it got the second it got announced, and guess what happened, John? Yeah. Went up and then down. Yep, pump and dump. Yeah, they keep doing it, and uh, then we've got this, this, this new, new fucking fangled artwork and NFT, right? Right, right. So they're selling some of them for millions of dollars, but I can right-click the NFT and save it to my computer, John. Right. So, I, 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 I can have the picture too. And not pay the millions of fucking dollars. So, oh, yeah, okay. You're literally paying for code. You're paying for code of originality that anyone can get. Well, you can, you can, you can download it. Yeah. You can, you can, you can right click it. Fuck me, you can. Fuck me, John. You could screenshot an NFT. Well, what makes it different from the one you pay for? Nothing, John. Nothing. That's crazy. What does NFT stand for? Non-fungible token. Okay. 
Right, moving on. Um, Adam, Adam says you can't, Ben. It's not the original NFT. It's the same fucking picture. I've still got the picture of the monkey. It doesn't matter. Uh, right, moving on. Israel, actually, Solis actually, let, no, no, before we do move on, let's talk about some crypto dudes for a minute because there was actually a story in the week that made my fucking head burst with laughter. So a bunch of crypto bros um, got together and paid millions of dollars for an original artwork for the for the original movie, a book of original artwork for the movie June, right? Or mm -hmm. the, the original failed uh, movie June. And they thought they they thought they now owned the rights to June, and were going to make movies off of this book that they bought and sell rights for an animated series to be made. Right. They paid millions of dollars for a book. And they thought that that meant that they got the rights. Not the brightest. Not the brightest. It, it's clear that these people have got more money than sense, John. That's like people that used to buy Xbox boxes off of eBay. Yes. Yes. I can sell you a genuine Xbox box. Yep. That's what you got. You got an Xbox box. You did indeed. You got an Xbox box. Actually, back when I used to have Xbox, when when I was when when I was a wee lad, I was I was in a Curry's. Yeah, so Curry's are still a thing in this country, by the way. Um, but I was in a Curry's and they had a a, a bargain bin. You know, one of them mm -hmm. selling off everything for a pound, and they had Xbox headsets in them. Right? Yeah. They're a pound each. Right. And we bought 50 of them. Right. Because each one came with a year of Xbox Life. Yeah. So yeah. we were like, okay. And then I, we said, some of them as well. I must have been <laughs> So my, my brother, who's still got the Xbox Live account, I believe he's still running on those three years. And that's over over a decade. But he, we added them all at once, and the, the account added all the years. Oof. Yep. <laughs> Wow. Uh, Adam says he gets all his genuine stuff from Pirate Bay. Huh? He's making a joke, John. Yeah, okay. Right. Moving on. Israel. Israel. Insolvency in small businesses is up 30%. This is what happens when you crash your economy. Uh, John? Mm -hmm. Colour me shocked, John. No, I know. I'm not Colour shocked. me shocked. No actually, shocked. I, actually, to be fair, I am pretty shocked that it's not like 50 or 60%. 30% I think they've got away with. I I think it's probably being, being underreported. Yeah, I think the same's happening here, John. Yeah, I think so too. Right. Um, let's move on. So. Oh, yes. And like Chrissy says in the chat, their line is like a penis on the page. It's gone absolutely vertical, isn't it? Oh, oh, when it comes to deaths? No, no, when it comes to everything to do with the well, goof. Deaths more than anything. No, deaths has, well, I've got a, I've got a, I think it's the next one down or the next one after the next one. So we'll come to that, but yeah. Right, so new HIV super strain is found in the Netherlands. Highly infectious variant makes people ill twice as quickly and has been spotted in at least 109 people. Now this is this is kind of topical because apparently it's HIV Test Week. 
Yeah, well, we've been doing that. We've been doing that for years, HIV test week. Apparently since 2012. Yeah, for about a decade, yeah. Before. Hadn't really been featured, had it? Well, I've, I, living where I live, okay, um, yeah. actually, I, 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 I can kind of rebut you. Because living where I live, I, I live within about 20 miles of Brighton, right? Mm-hmm. And Brighton is, let, let's, let's not beat around the bush, Bright, Brighton is it's a very colourful city. Right? It's the gay capital of the south of England. It's, it's the gay capital of the south of England, right? And yeah. this time of year, every year, when we're in Brighton, there's usually posters up everywhere for HIV test week. We see okay. it all the time. So it's something that we are used to here. Uh, I've seen it all over shops. I've seen it. I've seen it quite often in Brighton. I can't say that. I, I think I actually do think the council are being quite responsible in doing that. I'm not going to lie, but but it's, it's something that I have always. Well, last decade, I've seen. So the thing is, though, they were now coming out with new strains of HIV. What I didn't quite get was why Jess Phillips did a fucking HIV test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's called virtue signalling, isn't it? Well, there's not many people sleeping with her, John, that's for sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so it looks like... Um, well, do you remember the the stories that went out when the vaccine was first released? The 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 VADES stories. Well, no, not that, not just that. Do you remember when they first started using it? People were actually testing positive for HIV. Uh, yes, I, I, there, there was, there were a few stories that came out to that effect, and then they just sort of went away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, I'm, I, I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, well, like I say, I I can't I can't. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. You are a scientist, but I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist, and I can't speak to the veracity of 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 that. But the thing is, unless we do some sort of investigation into it, some on the level investigation into it, will we ever know? Exactly, exactly. So um, we'll, we'll keep our eye on it. I'm watching Brief and see what develops on the HIV side of things because there does seem to be a few um, articles and and uh, and tweets about it this week more than yeah. one would normally expect to see. Yeah. Uh, right, moving on. Um, 80% of serious COVID cases are fully vaccinated says Itchalov Hospital Director, which is in Israel. We know. Vaccine has no significance regarding severe illness, says Professor Yakov Jeris. We know. So, yeah. And this is what you were saying. Israel's numbers are fucking sky high. They are. They're going through the roof. And their deaths have gone through the roof. So, obviously, we're not seeing... This is one of the most vaccinated countries in the world. So you know what? If if, if the vaccine made no difference at all, I would expect eighty percent of their cases to be fully vaccinated because that would be about right in comparison to vaccinated versus unvaccinated. Correct. So therefore, yeah. it would make no difference if there was eighty percent vaccinated and twenty percent unvaccinated. You would actually want to see if it was making a difference. Eighty percent unvaccinated in the hospital and twenty percent vaccinated, but it's not. It's staying in line with what it is. So 80% vaccinated, 80% of the serious cases. 20% unvaccinated, 20% of the serious cases. So it's, it's in my view, and I'm not a scientist, I'm not a doctor, 
But looking at what I'm looking at, I'm going, what's different? Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's just basic mathematics, right? And mm -hmm. people will go, oh, you can't do maths, was one of the ones I got the other day. But regardless, if 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 80% are vaccinated and 80% of the cases in hospital are vaccinated and 20% are unvaccinated and 20% of the cases are unvaccinated, that makes no difference. Exactly. That is it's, how we um, would expect it to be. If, yeah. if, 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 if the vaccine is completely ineffective. It, well, it does seem to be. And, I, you know, once again, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist, but if those are the figures, then you would... You... That, that's the figures, and the death rates are, are equivalent as well, so it doesn't matter. Fair enough. Fair enough. Right. Um, we're on to the Daily Exposé. And what have they come out with this week? So official data shows fully vaccinated children are 3.3 times more likely to die of COVID-19 than unvaccinated children. And the UK Health Security Agency is trying to hide it. That doesn't shock me that they would be trying to hide any inconvenient data that would suggest this. It doesn't shock me. No, it doesn't. Because, like I said, I think we're going to see a lot of... Uh, I echo the words of Dr. Robert Malone. And I think we're going to see a lot of people, public health officials, saying it was always your choice. Yeah. And they think that's going to be a get-out clause. They think yeah. that that's what they... they I, I'm telling you. Because we are seeing history being rewritten in front of our eyes by the mainstream media hacks. So many of them coming out and going, well, we were against lockdowns all along. Now that studies have come out and said, what, 0.2%, John? Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's generous, to be honest. And 0.2% is 80 people, we estimate. Well, that's 80 people with. that died with and 18 that died from. So that's what all of these lockdowns saved. Yeah, yeah. 18 people that died from. Fantastic. Yeah. Was it worth it, John? I don't think so. Was it worth destroying ten million kids' educations and futures? No. Was it? Was it? Was it? I would have happily been one of those eighteen. I'm just going to say it. I'd have happily been one of those eighteen if it ensured that those kids could have had a start. That people didn't die in care homes by themselves. That people weren't denied dignity. The people mm -hmm. weren't denied a last meal with their family or a last hug. You've got to remember, it wasn't just a case of uh, 1,300 to 1,600 people die every single day in the United Kingdom. Yeah. 1,300 to 1,600, okay? Every single day. And during those lockdowns, and even now, because, you know, they might not be treated, and so they can't do a bucket list trip somewhere. But, but 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 those people, 1,300 to 1,600 people, every single day were being denied basic dignities. And these weren't just elderly people. These were people of all ages, children as well. Children were forced to die alone in hospitals, John. Yeah. Children were forced to die alone in hospitals, John. It's sick. It makes me sick. But do you know what? I have been... I, back when we did Revolution from a Shed, yeah, I used to scream about this all of the time. And I've been... Look at the fucking abuse I've been getting on Twitter. 
for the last two days, yeah? Yeah. And the shit that I'm called for what I do, which is trying to give these people, these 1,300 to 1,600 a day, a voice, trying mm-hmm. to trying to raise the plight of people who are locked in care homes. Yeah. I've been called every single name under the sun for it. I've been called selfish. I've been called evil. When the no. majority of deaths were simply ignored. Indeed they were. Simply ignored. The majority of deaths were ignored. Not just by the media, but by the whole of the fucking general public, John. Yeah. You know, you would tell people 1,300 to 1,600 people die every single day in this country. They didn't believe you. No, I know they didn't. They, they, they still don't, a lot of them. They don't believe that amount of people die every day. Chrissy so says I... she'll never forget the day she went past a care home around the corner and witnessed a window visit. I mean, we saw fucking articles in the newspapers like window visits were joyous. Oh, look, someone's turned up outside a window to sing to them. Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck? It's gaslighting of the highest order. Adam says, and we are the selfish ones. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently we are. Apparently we are the selfish ones for just trying to care about everyone and trying to have a bit of truth and a bit a of bit, honesty. A bit of humanity. A bit of humanity, exactly. We are, we are the only side, if there are sides in this, we are the only side that embraced other people, that said, come and give us a hug, that said, you know, our personal health doesn't matter over your freedom. Yeah. We were the human ones in all of this. We wanted to preserve humanity. We wanted to preserve our kids' futures. And and for that, we have been demonized. We have been lied about. We have been called every name under the sun. Indeed we have. And we're right. Yeah, we are we- right. We are. And we're seeing, like I said, the rewriting of history before our very eyes. That's All exactly. of these mainstream media hacks trying to take our fucking stance two years yeah. later. Yeah, and and here we go. The HeraldScotland.com, okay? Lockdowns don't work. Nicola Sturgeon must be stripped of her power to impose them. So there you go. One of the major How papers. many articles from that? newspaper do you reckon you could find pushing lockdowns pushing restrictions yeah oh you you could find all you need to do is is go back a month and you'll find them so if they are now writing that i want to see what bill did i want to see all of before i even begin to forgive these mainstream media hacks put it on your front pages we were wrong we're sorry exactly that's what they need to do Start there. Start there. Because I'm not. I'm not going to have it. You really think I'm going to let these people just start oh, pretending? What? You know, I made this prediction over a year ago, and some people that have been watching this show or my show since then, be in the chat right now. I told you all repeatedly from the shed. Remember, revolution from a shed. I told you all repeatedly what they are going to do is they're going to turn around and simply pretend that they were against it all along. And we're seeing it happen because it seems like 99 fucking percent of the predictions I make come true, right? Somebody get me a fucking crystal ball and a turban. Because I'm telling you. Yeah. Right. The, um, 
the online safety bill. Mm. Okay. So tech companies will be forced to protect users from fraud, hate crime, and more. Those threatening to kill MPs or celebrities will face up to five years in prison. Hold on a minute. What the fuck? What the fuck makes the difference between threatening to kill Joe Bloggs or Boris Johnson? Uh, because we've created a new protected class, John. Yeah, yeah, this isn't... I mean, this is fucking ridiculous. And it's they're putting this up in front of your face and people are, people are just acceding to this. Why? I have no idea. Well, I do, I, I do have an idea because people aren't individually or politically minded. Mm. People, people don't... <laughs> listen, for the vast majority of people, this is true. And I, do, I don't want it to be true, but it is true. But they don't care about their rights. They don't care about nope. their freedoms. They don't care nope. about their kids' rights or their kids' freedoms. What they care about is getting along and living a happy life with their consumerism, with all of their material things, yeah. and their fucking, um, hot, you know, their cruise. They could go on their cruise. Do you know what? See, you know if I'd been alone, I probably wouldn't be doing this right now. Do you know what? I, I like holiday, right? I do like going on holiday. I like holiday as much as the next person uh but but we can't really afford them john yeah so we, yeah. we, we what we do is we go to butlins <laughs> because uh, we, we go we go to butlins uh, just after my son's birthday guess how much the holiday cost us john the, yeah, for five me. for five adults you told me 95 quid. 95 quid yep for five well not for five adults for three adults and two kids for five days for five days 95 yep. quid that's not each yeah and I can sh I can show you the document. I won't put it on screen now, but I can show anybody who wants to see the document. Ninety five fucking quid, John. And your grand's paying for the. She's paying for the food. Board yeah. update. Yeah, she's yeah. paying for the food. Yeah. Fucking right. sorted. Sticking sticking to the online safety bill before mm. we go completely off topic, right? So it will also include people smuggling. Right. Hate crimes, fraud, and revenge. What porn. is that's, a hate crime? Yeah, but that that that's a completely new question as well. Um, what is hate? And a revenge porn is priority illegal content. Okay, well that the, the... smuggle online. <laughs> Hold on, John. I'm just going to shove little Jeff down the camera. Yeah, how the fuck do you people smuggle online? I guess it means arranging. Yeah, possibly. Okay, so spreading COVID-19 disinformation would also be covered under a crime of sending a false communication. Yes, so, uh, the, but but it won't be, it, it won't mean that the Chris Whitty and Patrick Valance and Sage and Neil Ferguson get prosecuted, it's despite the fact that's all they've done. Well, it, well, they've changed their mind every two minutes, haven't they? Yeah, well, they, I, you say they've changed their mind every two minutes. They're still not right. I'm, I'm sorry, but you can look at every single one of those press conferences, every single one of them. And, and, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, since Chris Whitty and Patrick Valance went on 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 TV and said we can't we we can't believe South Africa, right? South Africa are telling us it's mild, but oh, don't believe them. Where have yeah. they gone? Yeah, exactly. They've disappeared. Where have they gone? Where are they? Where are <laughs> they on TV apologising to all them fucking businesses they ruined with their statement? Because if they had just turned around and said, okay, yeah, we're, we're heeding what South Africa has said. We've seen the data that's coming out of South Africa. 
move along, folks. Keep on as normal. Many, many London businesses would have survived. Uh, not just London businesses, but hospitality businesses. But the London ones were just fucking decimated, right? But that was because of what Witty and Valence said, not because of restrictions. Because people got fucking scared once again by them saying, oh, you can't, you can't listen to South Africa. We think it might be very, very dangerous. Where's their apology? Where's their yeah. apology? Exactly. They owe this country a fucking apology, and not just for what they did about Omicron. Not just for that. For the fact that every single fucking prediction they've ever made has either been wrong or a willful lie, which I could prove in a court of law. Where is their apology? So the uh, online safety bill is designed to offer better protection for MPs, celebrities and footballers. None of those deserve any more protection than you or me. None of them. Yeah, while also clamping down on stalkers and domestic abusers. I'm sorry, but there are no... I say this all the time, but there's no single fucking human being on this planet that's more important than the next. There isn't. And there should not be protected classes. There should not be special treatment. And you're talking to someone who is a protected class. I don't want to be, but I do use it against these woke companies. There, there, there should be special treatments for certain people. Um, for instance, for those that commit crimes while in public office, they should be treated more harshly than regular criminals. Yeah, that's that's true. I, but 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 at, at the base level, at the base level, John. Yeah. There's, they should not be protected over anybody else. No, they shouldn't. They should not. No. They should not have some kind of. And I mean, like I say, uh, I know that my troll doesn't like me saying it very much, but I'm disabled and I'm one of these protected classes and I could call a hate crime if I wanted what if, if I wanted to because of my situation. Yeah, I don't want to. I do use it against YouTube and the like, but, I, you know, because purely because they want a virtue signal to people like me and they want to say, oh, we support disabled creators and they put fucking videos in YouTube studio how to support disabled creators don't really actually fucking support us, though, do you? You just no, of course they don't. No, they just use us. Yeah, but um, but but that's the way of big corporations. Oh yeah, I mean, what was it Skittles do on fucking Pride Month? They they make their Skittles white and they go, "Oh, this rainbow don't belong to us. It belongs yeah. to you. Buy our product. Buy yeah. our product. Oh, McDonald's, you made your M a rainbow M of you. It's not golden anymore, is it? Buy our burgers. Really? Shit. Really? Uh, moving on. Moving on. Cabinet ministers tell Boris Johnson to weaken net zero green plans and boost UK gas production to help cost of living crisis. As experts warn, energy bill rise threatens to double the number of families suffering fuel stress. I don't care if you're anti-fracking. Quadrilla, get on it. Yeah. Get fucking fracking. I'm, I, I, I'm sorry. Right? I, I'm sorry to anybody who might be upset by that. But at the end of the day, if we don't do that now, how many people are going to end up in poverty? Yeah, well, fuel poverty. Yeah, well, yeah, they are. It's going to be a choice between heating and eating. Oh, just got to say, there was a picture of Carrie there. It gives me this. <sighs> yeah, so the whole thing's fucking mental. 
people people can call me every name. Oh, you know, you're going to ruin your fucking environment. What what else are we going to do? Because they're not going to lower the... Here's a list of what is going up, right? Right. Well, energy bills Mm -hmm. up 693 quid a year. Okay. I can't afford that, by the way. I know. Not many people can. Interest rates up £324 a year. Oh, fantastic. National insurance up £255 a year. Sexy. Council tax rise up another 57 quid for a band D. Running a car up £406 a year. Mm-hmm. And I'm noticing that. Petrol up 26.8%. That's yep. about £311. Rail fares up 67 quid. Tax band freeze. How can people afford this shit? No, they can't. That's uh, up another 136. Food and drink up 165. Who said this was all going to happen right at the very beginning? Who said this yeah. was all going to happen? Well, when you crash your economy, that's what fucking happens. I kept trying to explain to people what an economy was, that it's not money. But they don't listen, John. I know. They, they don't it's... listen. And I said this was going to happen, and I was called a selfish granny killer. Yes. <sighs> and I'll be honest, and it might sound harsh, but, you know, she's just don't let granny die. <sighs> Do you know what? I think my granny... Thinks the same thing. Yeah. Well, see, see, most I would say most of the people, especially the ones that died alone in care homes without being able to see anyone, right? Yeah. Said, just let me see my fucking family, you know? Yeah. I saw some of the harrowing letters and videos coming out of those care homes, John. We showcased them. Mm -hmm. I I tried to give these people a voice. I was called evil. (laughs) What can you do? I know, mate. You can't. Right. And the latest allegation against me is that apparently I use Twitter to harass and stalk people. What? Oh, yeah. I've never done that before. <laughs> but, you yes. know, you know when, when people are just going to continually lie about you, John, oh. what happens? Right. So there's now three doctors have come out on these... Uh, Speaking about these documents from the DOD in the States, mm-hmm. which show skyrocketing rates of disease since the introduction of the vaccine. Well, uh, okay, so let me play devil's advocate here for a minute. Yeah, I would, I would, uh, I would have vaccine or no vaccine, I would have expected that to happen. And the reason I say that is because every fucker was locked down for two years, John. No, but this is this is military personnel. Okay. So their chance, they really wouldn't have been as effective as much because um, this is purely military personnel in the States. Yeah. Right, so you wouldn't expect them to have such a big effect because they'd still be going out and exercising. They'd okay, still I'll give you that. Okay. All their gyms and stuff because they're effectively in their own bubble. So let like me it. let me make a, let me make another... Yes, I'll say yes. The treats have weakened their immune systems, allowing more things to. Yes, I think that that's a probably a definite. Probably a definite. I think I could be right. Yeah. Though I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist, and that's merely a guess. So we'll, we'll continue to look at this because the DOD have come back um, and said the DMED data, you know, the 
Defence Medical Epidemiology Database. Um, the, the, the data is erroneous and incomplete and is currently under review. I'll bet it fucking is. Mm-hmm. They write it as quickly as they can. Going <laughs> <laughs> uh, back five years and you're looking at this year's data and if the data's incomplete, then they're fucked because, you know, most cases are up 300%. Some are up 2,400%. You know, I mean, it's, it's just absolutely crazy the amount of um, percentage increase. You know, esophageal cancer, right? Right. Only 25 cases a year, a bad year, 40, has now jumped to 200 plus. Now, that's got nothing to do with anybody's immune system being weakened. Well, well, actually, cancer is essentially the immune system yeah. attacking itself, isn't it? Oh yeah, so it is. It's it's you know, cancer is obviously uh, uh, your body essentially trying to heal itself over and over and over again until it yeah. creates a tumor. That I could be wrong, but but that's how that's how I look at it. It's Bell's palsy, right? Bell's palsy, mm-hmm. four hundred cases a year on average. Yep. Now over thirteen hundred cases in the first ten months of twenty twenty one. HIV, 400 cases on average per year, now over 2,400 in the first 10 months. So these are these are big, big numbers. They've been doing a lot of fucking in the army if they jump. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I mean, that's generally how you spread HIV. <laughs> The US military not paying for uh, rubbers. I have no idea, but you need to be doing a lot of fucking to jump your HIV about by that much. But yeah. And when it comes to heart attacks, that's going through the roof. Yeah, that that, that doesn't shock me, especially men of fighting age. It doesn't shock me in any way, shape, or form because it's a profile that we are seeing repeated the world over and we're just being told to ignore. Mm -hmm. We are. Yep. It's being normalised. I mean, oh, look, yeah. at that, look at that Heart Foundation advert with a 16-year-old collapsing while playing football and dying on the f- football pitch. You know, How him. fucking sinister is that, John? It's pretty sick, mate. Sinister. Sinister. It's sinister. Mm-hmm. Move on. Right. Moving on. We've covered the um, vaccine is considered suicide in France now. So, um, I think we've touched on this before, but vaccinated English adults under 60 are dying at twice the rate of unvaccinated people of the same age and have been for the last six months. So is this per 100,000? This is, yeah, this is, this is not, this is population adjusted, right? Right. So it's... Per, it is per 100,000 for people between the age of 10 and 59, okay? Okay. Um, so this is all-cause mortality. Okay. So why are people that have been vaccinated dying at twice the rate? Well, it could simply be because there are just far more people fucking vaccinated. No, 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 that doesn't so work. So this is adjusted for... This is adjusted. This is adjusted for unvaccinated population versus vaccinated population. Yeah, yeah. Then I, 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 I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm not either. Uh, but so basically, you're twice as likely to die off of something 
a few have been vaccinated. Ladies and gentlemen, um, I will return to the theory of Occam's razor. Mm-hmm. In that the simplest solution is often more than likely the correct one. And I shall leave it at that. <laughs> I'm going to read the, the first comment on this article. Okay? Go on then. Because... Oh, and I'll read out the second one. Go on then. So the first one is, one reason not to draw too much of a conclusion as that the 10 to 59 is a really, really broad age group and the underlying death rate at the top of that group will be much higher than at the bottom. Yeah, that's true. But what does that matter? If you're comparing you're comparing the same age group, you're, the only difference is whether you've had a vaccine or not. And also you're, you're going to find that most people in the young end of that spectrum are not vaccinated anyway. Yeah, well, that's, that's, sorry, that's the, the point point that they're making here. So the right. point, the point that they're making is that the younger, healthier people are are in the unvaccinated spectrum versus the older people in the vaccinated spectrum. And I can see the point. I can see the point. Well, okay, maybe right. So anyway, the next one, <laughs> the next one's a cracker. The unvaccinated are literally murdering the vaccinated. Move on. <laughs> that's, that's just classic, isn't it? So, um, John. So the the John, D-med, Sorry, what? I lost. I, I tried to. Well, I did. I lose, lost some weight this week, right? To try and yeah. because you you berated me for being fat last week, right? I, I before we, you, before we started the show, you were like, "I can see it. You put weight on." <laughs> right. It was you. It was you. Yeah. Right, yeah. okay. And how much have you lost? I've, I've, I've lost half a stone in a week. For fuck's sake, how'd you lose half a stone? I've had three meals, John. <laughs> but that's not the point. The, the, the point is I've been calorie counting. So it's what I do. Okay. Um, right. and, it, and it works, okay? okay. I've, I've lost half a stone, right, to look good. And now you are saying things that just make me want to do this. What's the point of me even being on fucking camera? What's, <laughs> what's the point? I just, just, just move on. Move right. on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the um the DMED data, you know the the Department of Defense data that we've just been talking about. Yes. Um. So the mainstream media has been ordered to ignore it. Uh, so they got a D notice. Basically, General Austin. Um, who's in charge of all this has uh, hasn't ordered any military docs to speak the truth so basically anyway move on before I start ranting yep moving on now we're on to research I'm enjoying this show tonight John researchers warned that COVID-19 vaccines could increase the risk of HIV infection. Hmm. Okay. So, Hold on, let me just let me just play a little clip from Fashinda here. Did note that they are uh, appear to be of a lesser degree for the boosters entering 
Did you hear what she just said? No, I didn't quite catch. So she said that the side effects that people experience with the treats, which we have all come to expect, a sign the vaccine's doing what it should. Oh. She's a she's a fucking screwball. She is a complete and utter screwball. <laughs> Hold on, can you can you see Alan? There she is, John. There she is. There she oh. is. Oh, smiling away with that stupid fucking head movement that she does. The look of like, love watching is the in your eyes. <laughs> anyway, some COVID-19 vaccines currently in development could increase the risk of acquiring HIV. Oh, for fuck. Can we stop talking about HIV? I know it's HIV week. I know it is, right? But can, well, we, can, we, can we talk about something fun? Can we right. talk about something good? Can we not fucking talk all the time about the fact that we're going to get fucking AIDS if we do this, that, and the other, John? David Baddiel slams Jimmy Carr over racist and inhumane Holocaust joke about, about gypsies murdered by Nazis as my big fat gypsy wedding star Paddy Doherty calls for police probe into comedian's disgusting gag. It's a joke, right? He's a prick. He's an absolute prick. He's a virtue signaling prick. But it's a joke. And I'm getting sick of it, right? Because if, if, if one special interest group says it's not okay to joke about us and we go okay then the next special interest group yeah. has a right to say well they got special treatment so why can't yeah. it, why is it okay to joke about us exactly just because you don't find something funny it's fucking words it's not gonna lead to mass death it's not a call for violence it is a joke fucking people Whoa. need to grow that now was it a good joke no shit it no. was shit it was a pretty short joke. I, I actually heard him make... Well, a... I, I thought it wasn't too bad. <laughs> well, fair enough. You thought it wasn't too bad. I didn't... I, 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 I maybe look at him as just unfunny anymore, right? It was the, it was the, the whole people don't mention the positives part that got me. <laughs> but the, but the, point, the point I'm making here, John... Yes. I is that the... comedy is subjective, just like fucking everything in life, right? Everything exactly. in life is subjective. And people find funny what they find funny, and they don't find... Nobody died at that gig. In fact, it's on Netflix, right? Yeah. Nobody died. He didn't call for the mass genocide of gypsies. He made a no, fucking he joke. He made a joke. He made a joke. And I'm sorry, but that is where it ends. He made a joke. People laughed, and people didn't like it. So if you don't like it, don't go to his shows... And don't watch his fucking Netflix special. It's yeah. as simple as that. We need that is... to stop letting people think they have a right to start prosecuting people for fucking jokes. Do you know what? This this online harms bill is fucking terrifying. Well, that, that's just part of why Scotland's lost. Because... Well, it is, because remember Count it's Dankula? Remember Count Dankula? Who remembers Count yeah. Dankula? Marcus Meekin. One of your... In Scotland, fucking prosecuted, only ended up being fined eight hundred pounds. But and then and then there's a final protest. He said he wasn't going to pay it, and so the Scottish government or or the courts just went in his bank account, and took it. Yeah, they just took it. But the point is, what he did was he made a joke where, in the setup and the context, he called Nazis the most terrible and disgusting thing on the planet. 
Yeah. Because he said, oh, my, my wee girlfriend thinks our dog is so cute, right? And he's like, I'm going to turn him into, and it's pissing me off because she's always going, oh, oh. And so I'm going to turn him into the most nasty, vile, horrible thing I can think of, a Nazi. Nazi, yeah. Uh, the, but, but in order to, to gain that conviction, they had to determine his thinking for him. They had yes. to ignore the explained context in the video and say, nope, nope, I'm sorry. He didn't mean that. In his heart, he is a Nazi. And do you know who else tried to prosecute someone for getting their dog to do a Nazi salute? The Nazis! <laughs> so, do you know my wife's name? Yes. Andrea? Yes. Yeah. Have you been watching the Winter Olympics? No. Why would I be watching that fucking... Why the oh. fuck are we sending anybody there? I, I don't know, but this, um, this chat popped up on Twitter today. All eyes will be on the ski jumping to see if Andreas, and he's a German chap, Andreas, yes. pull it off. Andreas Wank. <laughs> <laughs> They did that on purpose, didn't they, John? Yeah, they must have. They, they did. No, no, what I'm saying is... That's the kind of joke you can't get away with in Scotland anymore. <laughs> yeah, but you can't get away with any joke in Scotland anymore. You can literally be fucking arrested for telling a joke at your dinner table. At your dinner table. And you've seen this one. I know because you've commented on it. Yeah. Stop Castro's little bastard. Yeah. Yes. And, and like I said, we at Chasing Descent, uh, all of us here, fully endorse that message. Yep, 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 we've seen that. Do you want to, do you want to explain that for everybody, John? Right, so um, <laughs> I think basically there's, there's two things in France. Macron's pissed off with Britain over the fishing rights. Yeah. He's probably a bit pissed off that they left the EU. Yeah. And there is a, there's quite a, there's quite a, um, nationalist um, movement in France that wants to take back their country from the EU, I think. so. But remember, Mr. Macron, when you go to the European Parliament, murder is murder. Yes, yes. So um, so I think um, they're now, some of them are now standing on a Frexit vote, i.e. they want to come out. They are indeed. I was quite surprised because I... I I was surprised we went, right, in the first place. I'm surprised we got it. And I'm also surprised that France are still behind us. I thought they would have been hot on our heels. Well, no, yeah, I thought so too. Um, and Italy was very close to going as well. Mm -hmm. um, and they, they, in fact, elected parties who were standing on that mandate, I believe. Yeah. Um, but it ended up being a coalition. I, I could be wrong, but... Yeah, I think so. But it, they, they definitely want a referendum i know that at the very least but unfortunately they're muddying the waters and ensuring emmanuel Mac macron's re-election that's all they yeah. are doing yeah they are let me just say it as it is he is there's too many to split the vote now they need to drop out and leave it between le pen and macron although yeah. actually the way the presidential elections work in france Split vote doesn't matter because there are two rounds. 
Yes, that, well, that's right. There are two rounds. There are two so, rounds. So they can split their vote between the three of them all they like. And the one, one that the, comes out on top will run against Macron. Yeah. It's and a one-on-one. On one. They should get everyone that voted for their opposite. So, so it, it does end so up being a one I can't believe I forgot that. France's system, it, it yeah. ends up being a one-on-one. On one. Yeah, because it starts in April, but it doesn't finish till like beginning of June, does it? Or yeah, but, like but it runs for a few months. So you have the first rounds. So yeah. the, and, it, and it'll come down to two candidates, and it'll be one v one. And at that and... point, that is when I believe they're uh, they're 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 not protecting the rights of untreated to vote in person might come into play. Yeah. I think the opponent might very much challenge that in court, and I would hope so. I would hope so. Oh, yeah. Because it's not a free and fair election at that point. Not Indeed. unless you can actually declare them not citizens. At that point, it could... I don't think you can. I don't no, think of, you course, can. of course, I, I, I think that would probably be the argument he tries to make in the courts. Mm-hmm. Because that would be the only argument he could make, is that these people are no longer citizens. Yeah, and if he see the thing is, if he stops them, he could probably try to stop them going into public buildings. Well, then they'll just stop paying for things because they won't go into. If they can't go into public buildings, then they can't pay. Well, this is it, and I believe the courts will turn around and say, "Look, you must. If you won't let them into public buildings, you must provide a place where they can cast their vote." Yeah, it'll be as simple as that. They must be able to cast their vote. Yeah, and they must be able to cast it in person. And it must be a free and fair election. Otherwise, it is rigged. Otherwise, yeah. it is rigged. And I really do worry about that country in that they they fucking shot down an amendment to guarantee in-person voting rights for the unvaccinated. Why would they do that? <laughs> unless plan. they fucking planned well, to, I think, to I, deny I, it. I think he does plan it. I think he does. I think it's the only way he wins. Yeah. I really do. I think... I, I'm I'm worried. I really am. I'm I'm worried about the integrity of not just their election, but I, I'm worried about the integrity of of the Western Every, world. Everywhere south of Scandinavia seems to have lost it. Scandinavia has now dropped everything. Have they though? Because I can't yeah. fly into no. Because you can't fly in to Denmark. Can't fly in. Not unless you're dull treated. Uh, let me check then, because I, I thought. I, I believe that I believe the entry requirements remain. I'm pretty sure Norway and Sweden have dropped it completely. But I will check and get back to you on that one. If I am wrong, then then good. But I'm pretty sure for Denmark, the entry requirements remain. I should check. Anyway, um, I mean, I can't fucking fly anywhere. I've got about four pound. Yeah, but well, you maybe get a Ryanair flight for that. As long as you don't buy snacks. Actually, I I did once. Uh, I I I I ended up not being able to go for for reasons, but I did get a, a return flight to Billund in Denmark from Stansted, and it yeah. cost it cost me eighteen pounds return. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't too That's bad. Great. Oh, so um, the chat room mentioned Prince Charles earlier and his concert. But I really don't have any great interest in talking about it. 
it's up to you. No, I have no interest in talking about it at all because I have no fucking respect for hereditary monarchy. No monarchy, sorry. No person yeah. in this country, in this world, is more important than the next. I'm sorry, they're not. I don't no, think no. there's such a thing as a fucking birthright to rule a nation, even if no. it's even if it's only symbolic. I don't think it exists. Or, well, it does exist clearly, but I don't think it should exist. Yeah, I don't think it should. Either. I don't think hate speech exists. I, I, I said, I said it. I don't, don't think shit really is. How can it exist? So let's let's have this conversation for two or three minutes. How can it exist when when I'm sorry when you look at our hate speech laws on the, on the bills, it's it's as perceived by the receiver. Okay, so in law, if you said Ben to me and I said that's fucking hatred, man, I could prosecute you or at least attempt. Yeah, it. yeah, basically that that's it. Yeah, and I'm mean, just crazy. Well, it is crazy, and who decides what hate is? And who decides whether or not something breached the threshold of hate? And who decides whether or not you or I have hate in their heart? I mean, the only thing I have hate in my heart for are spiders. Fucking hate the little pricks, right? But who decides whether or not you have hate in your heart when you say something or do something? Who gets to decide what that is? And who has? who do you, who do you trust to have that power to, to make that decision? I don't trust anyone. Not a single no, person on this planet. The whole thing's flawed, and, and I don't understand why people would go along with, with voting this in. Well, I don't I mean, know either. Sheila just said in the chat, and she's absolutely correct, you cannot give offence, only take offence. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, you can. You, you, can, you, can, you can say, look, I'm going to try and offend you now, right? So there's that. But, but the thing is, they can turn around and say, sorry, not offended. Yeah, but I mean, I could be making a comment on your fine ginger hair and meaning it and as a compliment, and you could take that as an offence. <laughs> you know I really wish I was ginger at this point. <laughs> I really do. I wish, I wish I was ginger at this point because he's just said it to me so many times now. What it is, is that he's jealous that he cannot grow a mane like this. Oh, I could. I could. I could still grow it. I could still grow it there. Dude. I mean, you saw it long. It was getting long. My wife was cutting it the other day. There was big chunks coming off. So what you were telling me is you had a comb over. No, I didn't. I don't have a comb over. <laughs> you ginger tosser. <laughs> I'm sorry, you had it coming. You had it coming. I, I did. Joe, oh. <laughs> so, another week over. I know. It's yeah, fucking. Can you decide what you're going to do tomorrow? Tonight, tomorrow. I don't know. I, I honestly don't. I've been waiting for a message in my, in my inbox that hasn't come. From, from the something. science? No, from um, no, from somebody who is on the convoy at the moment. Yeah, so They're probably half cut and partying. I've seen some of the Steve. Some of them got speaker systems set up. They're having a party. Cut though. You don't want to get half cut because if they're driving early in the morning, mm. they don't want pulled. No, that some of them will get pulled. You know. I think there's a chance they try and clear them out the services tonight. Yeah. I think there's, there is not a... time limits. Yes, I think that's, that's why these days you're only allowed to park for like two hours. It's well, ridiculous. But I will say this: a whole bunch of them did leave just before we started the show. 
Right. So okay. I assume what they're doing is leaving and coming back. Or going to one service and then going to then you know just stopping at services all the way around doing a they, big they look. Did say, he did say they were going to sleep at one certain one. I won't say which one it is, but I was told right. where they're all sleeping. So right. I, I don't know if they're taking shifts. I don't know what they're doing, but many of them could end up with a fine. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, there's a lot. There are a lot. They are mostly cars, but there there are a lot of them. There are a lot of them. Like people said that, that it wasn't happening, that it wasn't a thing. I've seen some of the... There are a lot of them, John. Yeah. How many of them make it into London tomorrow? I don't know. But yeah. on the M25 today, there are a lot of them. Yeah, interesting. I mean, so, I've also got to think about my own health because I've had a really bad day health-wise. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I've, I've managed to clear it all up now. I don't know if you can see, but my hands have quite literally yeah. exploded. Yeah, it didn't help. Uh, yeah, so that's the stress. So I have blisters that come up and just pop within hours. So they no. come they come out of nowhere and then bang. I stabbed my wife today in the hand. You did what? Stabbed my wife in the hand. How fucking romantic. <laughs> well, we're Scottish. <laughs> I was washing the dishes. And I washed, I was washing the cutlery and putting it into the, the thing. And she was taking the stuff out and drying it. And she was too quick. So as I was putting the steak knife into the cutlery drainer, her hand was in the way and it went, Tick. Here, Andy, check out this knife. Why? Look. Look at the blade. Feel it. Why? Feel it. That's not a knife. Oh, God, he's doing it. That's a knife. I mean, yeah. Oh, look at Clint. <laughs> he called it Clint. <laughs> look at it, Glint. You called it Clint. You said, look at Clint. You Clint at me. Huh? <laughs> I'll call you Clint. <laughs> right. You'll either have Clint. I'm going to call this name Clint from now on. Clint, you've served me well, lad. Say hello to my little friend. God, what have you done to your hair? It's a mess. Boris, what have you done to your hair? Who I'm, is it? I'm not Boris. I'm Clint. Clint. <laughs> 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 What's happening in your hair? That's a bit of a Christmas decoration. I thought it was like something built Actually, no. That's a bit of the Christmas tree. Oh. My beautiful. <laughs> Lamal. <laughs> That's a thing. Is Lamal still got hair? Do you remember Lamal? No. Do you not? No. Because well, you were you were young. I I I'm yeah. That's what I'm now he's called. Now she's calling me the fucking Tiger King. <laughs> I like tigers, and I like doing illegal things with them. That's basically Lamal what the Tiger King. Lamal had a, a mullet. I am not a youngster. Can you see that? Yeah, I can. <laughs> Fucking hell. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Better. 
<laughs> John. Yes. Why? Why did you do this to me? What, do what? Do what, darling? Take piss out my hair. The, the, I'm not taking the piss out of your hair. It's lovely. Yeah, I know you're jealous, right? It's just lovely. I know. Look, look, I mean, look at this. Look at the fucking length it's of gorgeous. this. I mean, it is getting a bit long. I must admit. What are you going to do with it? Well, my wife keeps telling do me not, to get it cut. Do right? not, under, under any circumstances, put it in a man bun. Or right, I will listen, respect for you. Listen, the wife keeps telling me to get it cut. So mm -hmm. I'm going to grow it at least twice the length. <laughs> grow it until you start sitting on it. I'm, think, I'm thinking about growing it and then letting my daughter practice plats on it just to really piss my wife off and wind her up. <laughs> Pigtails. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we shall call you Pippi Longstocking. <laughs> Chrissy said the wig reminded me of that other MP. What's his name? It's definitely Michael Fabricant. <laughs> definitely Michael Fabricant. And we both said the same thing at the same time. We all know. We all know. I call him Fabricant. Yeah, I think that's what I said. Yes. Fabricant. <laughs> uh, get some mental colours. What mental colours to put through my hair. We could we could. We could dye it again. See, every time you see someone with a man bun, I always have the urge what to go and so is that essentially a man bun that? Well, if you put your hair in a bun, maybe, yeah. Look like but that. Because it's really fucking, it's just not a good look. No, it's not. It's really not. Even if it was a fake man, I just tug it behind me ears like that, and I'll do a mullet. There we go. But I mean, to really do a mullet, I'd have to cut the top short, and I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not doing that. I, no. what, what I'm doing is I'm growing it, I might even... I might even grow it down to about my waist, right? Just <laughs> to annoy my wife. That's just taking marital bliss too far. Well, the thing is, she just tells, right, she knows as well. It's not like I don't tell her. I say, look, every time you tell me, it's going to be at least another two months before I even consider it. She waits about six weeks and then says it again. And I say, well, I told you. I, I, I told you. And uh, then I, I just let it grow, let it grow. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, this is why my hair is currently the length that it is. It's it's not a look that I'm going for. It's that I really like winding people up, <laughs> especially my wife. <laughs> right. I'm going to call it quits, I think. I tied John. Yeah. Yeah, age, I'm quick. The age is catching up with him, ladies and gentlemen. That's me. I didn't have a great sleep last night either. I couldn't no, get... I, I had about five hours, which was actually pretty good for me. Yeah, I probably had about... I, I probably got to sleep about half six or something and got up at ten, so that was about four hours. Okay, then. I I will get the... Uh... I will get the obligatories out of the way, and then you can sign off the show. So let me. Uh, I, I'm. I'm going to do things. Uh, he's already put it up on. Look at that. Look at. Look at it. He's been working. He's been working. 
if you enjoyed this show and Chasing Descent After Dark, we are not asking for individual donations anymore. If you think we're worth it, and only if you think we're worth it, we ask that you consider becoming our patron at patreon.com forward slash Chasing Descent. It's actually below me right now, and it's running along the screen under John. Look at him. There, there it is. Very pretty man. Um, <laughs> so that that's it really there are there are free tiers there and if you would like to become one of our patrons then please consider doing so he's he's enjoying his ticker a bit but yeah, he really is it um, wasn't to do <clears throat> so uh next uh we'll, we'll be wednesday for 62 and then thursday for after dark 11 with our scottish listener Chrissy coming on for the evening. Oh, that's going to be two Scots again. So uh, basically, I've already said to Chrissy, I'm probably just going to sit back and let you two. Are you have going this. to provide like closed captions for? What? For... Are you, you want me? To... You want me to translate? <laughs> probably <laughs> depends if I. Well, you know what we're like when we start getting into it. We start speaking too quickly. Yeah. And people can't keep up and can't understand. Yeah. Okay. So. Um... I'm going to let you all go now. John, sign us out. Good night, everyone, from Chasing Descent, episode 61. From me, the man in the van, and from Ben, the man in the studio. Good night, everybody. Good night, and may your God go with you. Jesus Christ. Take away those diamonds, I don't need those rocks A second-hand car and a new pair of socks I want liberty without conditions Roll up the carpet from the floor I don't want to be your prisoner no more I want liberty without conditions I want liberty Take away those drums, they're too loud Give me a guitar and I'll play to the crowd I want liberty without conditions Take away that job, I don't want to work I'll stay at home and play in the dirt I want liberty without conditions I want liberty on my conditions Your line, I want liberty without conditions. Work on the docks or down a hole. Come out at night and pray for your soul. I want liberty without conditions. I want 
Liberty on my conditions. 